All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you. We ask and we say there is illumination. The highest of our understanding is enlightened. There is no confusion in this atmosphere. Every heart can behold you as we see ourselves in you. There is clarity. There is light. And we say we see ourselves just as we see you in Christ. And we say your name alone is glorified as we are edified. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Oh, you know, sounding like you mean it. Amen. Amen. All right, let's go. The faith of God. Let's let's see what we have today. The faith of God. Remember last week we said mm, we called we, we're calling this the faith of God, right? Faith, the faith of God. We said last week that faith is a gift of God. That faith is a gift of God. That the gospel doesn't demand faith. Because it is the word of faith. We said the gospel does not demand faith. It is the word of faith. The gospel does not demand faith. It is the word of faith. And we said the gospel gives faith. Romans 10 verse 17, it says, Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. So we said last week that faith is a gift. That the gospel does not demand faith because the hearing of the gospel is the hearing of faith. Are you getting me? We said the hearing of the gospel is the hearing of faith. The hearing of the gospel is the hearing of faith. When the message is preached to you and you believe it, you've had faith. You've received faith. And we said faith comes with salvation. We said last week that faith comes with salvation. That the gospel is the word of faith. The gospel is the word of faith. It comes with salvation. We come, it comes with salvation. That faith comes with salvation. And I said, and I told you last week, I said, stop trying to get faith. Stop trying to get faith because faith is already made available in Christ. Faith is already made available in Christ. Because we are saved by grace through faith in Christ Jesus. So faith in Christ is located in him. So we believe in and we believe the gospel. When we believe the gospel, the gospel gives us faith. When we believe the gospel, the gospel gives us faith. Are you getting what I'm saying? When we believe the gospel, the gospel gives us faith. Hallelujah. When we believe the gospel, the gospel does what? Gives us faith. When we believe the gospel, the gospel does what? Gives us faith. When we believe the gospel, the gospel does what? Gives us faith. So when we believe the gospel, the gospel gives us faith. So when you have believed the gospel, you have faith already. So stop trying to get faith. Stop trying to work for faith because faith is already made available in you. So he says, remember what we started with? Is we, we started with something in Romans 10 verse 17. We said, faith coming by hearing, right? And hearing by the word of the Lord. So when faith comes by hearing, it means you already have that thing that comes, right? So because that is what came to you at salvation. Does that make sense? Faith already came to you at salvation, right? So you already have that faith. So a believer is born of faith. Say, I am born of faith. I am born of faith. No, you're not saying it like you mean it. Say, I am born of faith. I am born of faith. Oh, shoot. Why are we cold here? Are you cold? No. All right, say, I am born of faith. 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 All right, praise God. So the believer has the love of God, the life of God, the spirit of God, the faith of God, and the believer is of God because he is born of faith. 
So the believer has the love of God. The love of the Bible says that the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts. So the believer has the love of God. Remember, we are studying the favors title, right? Now, we are studying the faith of God. We are finishing, or we're trying to finish what we started last Sunday. The faith of God. So the believer is born, he has the love of God. He has the life of God. He has the spirit of God. He has the faith of God. And he is of God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Say, I am of God. I am God. No, you're not saying it like you mean it. Say, I am of God. I am of God. You know, some, sometimes when we're younger, we used to get scared of saying things like that, that. I have the life of God. Really? I have the spirit of God. You're just scared. You're just feeling, okay, what is, if I say this now, <laughs> am I sure of what I'm saying? That's the scripture. When you believe the scripture, right, the scripture gets real to you. Hallelujah. Praise God. So the believer has the love of God. Say, I have the love of God. I have the love of God. The life of God is in me. No, you're not saying it. The life of God is in me. Hallelujah. Look at First John. First John, First John, First John, First John, First John. First John 4, verse 17. 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 It says, are you there? You know, I told you, I always tell you, I said, when you come to the when you come to a church service, don't be scared of opening what too many scriptures because if you go to a church service and they don't open the scriptures, you should be scared. They are about to deceive you. Look at first John 4, verse 17. It says, Wherein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so we are in this world. Look at it, it says, we should have boldness because as he is, as who is, as Christ is, right? So you are in this world. As Christ is, so you are in this world. Look at 1 Corinthians 6 verse 17. 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 It says, but he that is joined unto the Lord is what? One spirit. So, say, I am one spirit with God. I am one spirit with God. Oh, boy. This, okay, this place, let's say, I am one spirit with God. I am one spirit with God. Let's say it, yeah. I am one spirit with God. I am one spirit with God. Wow, look at it. Oh, yeah, let's go again. I am one spirit with God. I am one spirit with God. I think I like this place. I am one spirit with God. I am one spirit with God. That's where I'm going to be preaching this. Hallelujah. So, let's go. So, we are one spirit with God, right? Hallelujah. These are my, these are my audience this morning. Praise God. So we are one spirit with God. Hallelujah. We are one spirit with God. We have the same identity with God. We have the same identity with God. We bear the DNA of God. Look at 2 Peter. We bear the DNA of God. 2 Peter 1 verse 3. 2 Peter 1. 2 Peter 1 verse 3. We bear the DNA. If you have the spirit of God, if you are born of something, you obviously have the thing. Are you seeing that? If you are born of something, you obviously have the thing. Look at 2 Peter 1, 3 to 4. 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 Oh, 2 Peter has raptured in my Bible. <laughs> All right, look at it. I'm there. Alright, 2 Peter 1, 3 to 4. It says, now it says, um, according to his divine power, hath given unto us things that pertain to life and godliness 
through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Look at verse 4. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of divine nature, having escaped corruption that is in this world true lost. So we have been given all that pertains to life and godliness. The word partake there means share with. We have access to the same nature. Access to the same nature. That's why it says in verse, verse 30 where it says, according to his divine power, at giving unto us all things that pertain, all things that pertain to life and godliness. All things that pertain to life and godliness. It says, all things that pertain to life and godliness. Look at in verse 4. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by this ye might be partakers. That what partakers means to share with, to have access to the same, to share with, to have access to the same. So the believer in Christ is the believer in Christ is with God. We can't be faithless. Else we are not believers. Do you know it takes faith to believe the gospel? Remember, we are studying the faith of God. Hallelujah. So, you know, it takes faith to believe the gospel. That's why we read in Romans 10 verse 17, faith comes by what? By hearing, high hearing of the word of the Lord. So, he says he has given to us things. He says we are partakers. Partake means to share with. The Lord has shared something with us. We now have access to the same thing. If I share my Jotha with you now, you have access to my Jotha. If I share my Bible with you now, you can now see everything I've written in my Jotha, everything I've written in my Bible, because you now have access to what I have access to. Does that make sense? So that is what partakers means. So we have, so a believer in Christ is with God. So the believer cannot be faithless. Because it takes faith to believe the gospel. It says he has given unto us all that pertains to life and godliness. Hallelujah. I have all that pertains to life and godliness. I have all that pertains to life and godliness. Hallelujah. So, let's examine something. Let's examine the work of faith. Look at Mark 11, 22 verse 23. So, I have the DNA of God, right? I have the spirit of God, right? Right? Yes, sir. I have the spirit of God, right? I am born of God, right? The nature of God is with me, right? Oh, you guys are not, you guys are not. The nature of God is with me, right? Hallelujah. So, so, look at Mark 11. Mark 11 verse 22 to 23. Mark 11, we are trying to examine the work of it. We already established a fact that the believers have a, the believers now partake with or have access to what God have access to, right? You know, you are keeping part of my crowd. Don't disappoint me this morning. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Maybe next week we'll go to this place. Maybe if you can get born again in the, by the end of this service, I'll start preaching there. But you part of my, part of my Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I like you, people. Yes, Good. sir. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. So we said, <laughs> we said that the believer cannot be faithless because he is a believer. It takes faith for you to believe the gospel. So you cannot be faithless. Say, I cannot be faithless. I cannot be faithless. Let's, let me give you guys a try. Let's see if you guys will be born again now. I cannot be faithless. I cannot be faithless. Let's try it. Let's do it again. I cannot be faithless. I cannot be faithless. 
sorry. <laughs> you guys are not yet. You guys are not ready for today's service. All right, Mark eleven. <laughs> Hallelujah. Mark eleven twenty two to twenty three. Mark eleven twenty two to twenty three. Praise God. Mark eleven twenty two to twenty three. Jesus answering said unto them. He says, have faith in God. We are, going, we are about to study something very beautiful. He says, have faith in God. Look at verse 23. He now says, For verily I say unto you, that whatsoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast to the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he seeth shall come to pass. Look at what he says. He says, it, he shall have whatsoever he says. Ah, hallelujah. Say, I have whatsoever I say. I have whatsoever I say. Let me give you guys a try. I have whatsoever I say. Let's do it one more time. I have whatsoever I say. Guys, let's try. I have whatsoever I say. Ah. <laughs> Who is the winner? We are. Who is the winner? <laughs> so he says, I have whatsoever I say. I have Oh, you guys are coming up now. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so I have whatsoever I say. So, this is the work of faith. So, it is the law of faith. Faith is a principle. It is a magic. So, look at it. In verse 22, it says, Have faith in God. It now says, In verse 23, you shall have whatsoever you say. Now, there is something I want you to, something I want you to pay attention to. And that is in verse, uh, uh, look at it, uh, look at it in verse 23. It says, for verily I say unto you, that whatsoever, ah, uh, okay. Alright, in verse 22 now, it says, have faith in God. Another translation would have written it as this. Um, okay, no. There's something I'm looking for. I'm looking for something. Mm. Bear with me. Uh, in verse 23. For verily I say unto you, that whatsoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things is yet shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. And now that is the faith of God. Look at in verse 24. It says, Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever things ye desire, when ye pray, believe that you receive them, and ye shall have them. That is the God kind of faith. If you have faith in God, the faith of God, or the faith that comes from God. Look at in 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13. Now, do you know why I told them to have faith in God? Remember I told you, you don't even... You know, remember I told you, you are not a faithless believer. As at the time in the four gospel where this was written, Jesus hasn't paid the price. Jesus hasn't died. Jesus hasn't been buried. Jesus hasn't resurrected from the dead. So, they were still believing the gospel in a promissory note. So, when he was telling them, have faith in God, he was telling them, okay, pointing their attention towards something. But now in the epistles, we are now born of that faith. Hallelujah. We are now born of faith. We have his nature. God's nature is a faith nature. Hallelujah. Are you getting what I'm saying? So God's nature is a faith nature. 
The nature of the believer today is a faith nature. Hallelujah. So your nature is a faith nature. Look at it in 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 4 verse 3. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 3. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 3. 4 verse 13, not 3, sorry. I, always, I think I'm, I'm, I like this 4 verse 3 so much that I, I always see it every time. Look at 4 verse 13. Look at 4 verse 13, not 4 verse 3. 4 verse 13. He says, we, now, you know, in the four Gospels, Jesus told them, have faith in God, right? Yes. Right? Now, in the epistles, after the death, after the burial, after the finished work, after he has done everything for us in Christ. Now, look at what Paul now said in verse 13. He says, we having what? Are you there? So, you know, now you are not going to be having faith now. Remember, if you listen to what I said last week, I said, stop trying to get faith, right? I said, stop trying to work for faith because you were born of the nature of faith. I explained that last week. You can lay your hands on, on what I explained last week. Now, but now, look at verse 13. It says, we having the same spirit of what? So, you and I now have that spirit of faith. But as at the time in the four Gospels, in Mark 11 that we just read just now, he told them, have faith in God. That was because he hasn't paid the price. The price hasn't been paid for. There was nothing called finished works as at that time. Finished work is about the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ. And that's what brought us salvation today. So there hasn't been any price paid for salvation for us to have the spirit of faith. The resurrection gave us the spirit of faith. By us believing the gospel, we have the spirit of faith. Are you getting me, guys? Are you getting me? Now, so when we believe the gospel, Paul now said in verse 13, we having the same spirit of faith. Look at what he now said. According as it is written, I believed. Have you believed? Yes, How many of you have believed the gospel here? Lord, I God. believed. He now says, and therefore have I what? Spoken. He says, so we what? He says, so we believe and therefore we what? Believe. Remember what Jesus said in Mark 11. He says, you shall have what? So can we say, I believe and I speak, right? Do we get it? Yes, sir. You sure? Yes. Can we say, I believe and I speak, right? Yes, sir. Because I have believed the gospel, because I have believed God's word, because I have believed what is written in God's word, I now speak, right? So what Jesus was saying in Mark 11, he says, I shall have what, whatsoever I say. Hallelujah. If it makes sense, let me see your hands. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, he says, the spirit of faith is ours. So, the spirit of faith is ours. Look at Romans 12 verse 3. Romans 12 verse 3. Romans 12 verse 3. The spirit of faith is ours. Romans 12 verse 3. It says, For I say, therefore, for I say, through the grace, give it unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man, what? The measure of faith. So, God has dealt the measure of faith to us. So, every believer has the measure of God's faith in him. So, stop thinking, you know, 
How many of you have heard messages, you've heard preachers tell you, you just have to have faith. You just have to have faith in God. You just have to do. That same faith is with you. I don't know if I'm communicating. That same faith is with you. You now have the faith with you because it comes with your salvation. I don't know if I'm making sense. That faith now comes with your salvation. You are not trying to now have faith now. You will have the faith. Hallelujah. So when Jesus was telling them, have faith in God, he was indirectly telling them, believe the gospel. Can we safely say that? Because as at that time, the price hasn't been paid, right? He hasn't been buried. He hasn't resurrected from the dead. Is it making sense? Is it making sense? No. See something. Galatians 2 verse 20. Galatians 2 verse 20. Galatians 2 verse 20. Galatians 2 20. Galatians 2 verse 20. It says, For I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not high. But Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the what? By the faith of the Son of God. So the believer is living by faith now. Hallelujah. Say, I live by faith. I live by faith. Hallelujah. So I live by faith. So we have the faith of Christ, the God kind of faith. The faith of God. Hallelujah. Say, I have the faith of God. I have the faith of God. Let me give you guys a try. Say, I have the faith of God. I have the faith of God. Let's do it one more time. I have the faith of God. My audience. Let's go. I have the faith of God. Glory to God. I have the faith of God. Glory to God. So we have the faith of God. The God kind of faith. The God kind of faith. So many argue. So now, what does this faith do? What does this faith do? What does this faith do? Remember in, in, in Galatians 2 verse 20, he says, The life I live now, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me. Huh, hallelujah. And gave himself for me. So, what does this faith do? What does it do? A lot of people argue whether it is faith of God or faith in God. Or uh, maybe it is faith of God, faith in God, faith in faith. Whatever it is, faith of God. Hallelujah. But look at Mark eleven fourteen. Let's see. Let's see what the faith of God does because Mark eleven verse fourteen. Mark eleven fourteen. Mark eleven verse fourteen. Let's see something. He says, "But when Jesus saw it, he was displeased." Now Jesus has now look at in um. Oh, sorry, I'm reading Mark ten. <laughs> sorry, Mark eleven verse fourteen. Now. 
In verse 13, if you read, if you read from verse 13, and seeing the fig tree afar of having leaves, he came and happily he find anything thereon, and he came and he found nothing and the leaves, for the time of the figs was not yet there. And Jesus answered and said unto it, No man eat of this fruit thereafter. And his disciples ate it. Now, so this is literal. This is literal. The trees, the trees, words were spoken. Men ate it. Jesus cursed the fig tree. And much later, they saw the tree in 11 verse 20. Now, they saw the tree. Look at it in verse 20. Verse 20. And in the morning, as they were passed by, they saw the fig tree dry up from the roots. And Peter, calling to remembrance, said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou causest is withered away. So, Jesus spoke to the tree. They heard the tree, and Peter was amazed. Uh -uh. The tree you spoke to was gone. So Peter was amazed, just like Noah would be amazed too. <laughs> Peter was amazed. So it was the work of faith. Faith in God in this context. It was, it was the work of faith. The faith in God in this context will be out of place because Jesus didn't pray to God to draw the tree. Jesus didn't look at the tree and say, Lord, Lord, or just like he did in Matthew 26, if, if this cup shall pass over me, um, uh, just let, this, let this cup pass over me. He, and he was, the Bible says the, he was praying and praying and praying and his sweat came out like drop. He didn't have to do that. He saw the tree, spoke to it, the tree responded, and the disciples came back later and said, uh-uh, what you said to, you spoke to an inanimate object, what you spoke to has heard your voice. And they dry up. He spoke to the tree by the faith of God. And the tree dried up. Jesus put his faith to work. Remember in verse 23, Mark 11 verse 23. Mark 11 verse 23. Mark 11 verse 23. Mark 11, verse 23. Mark 11, verse 23. It says, For verily I say unto you, that whatsoever thou shalt what? say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe in those things which he has said, he shall come to pass, and he shall have whatsoever he says. So, the law of faith works by saying, by speaking, by speaking, by speaking, by speaking. He shall have whatsoever he says, by speaking. So, the believing part is to believe what you are saying. He says, you shall, look at what he says in that place. He says, for verily I say unto you that whatsoever you say to this mountain, whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou moved, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things, look at what he said, believe that those things which he said shall come to pass. Is he saying you should have faith here now? No, sir. You know, people, people tell you, People tell you in Master, they say you should have faith. If you have faith, if you have faith, if you have faith, you will move the mountain. No, 
he's saying, if you believe in what you are saying, how many of you believe in your words? When you say, be healed in the name of Jesus, do you believe in what you just said? When you are praying for the sick and you say, you have begun now, do you believe in what you just said? Are you getting what I'm saying? Because in Mark 16, it says, in Mark 16, verse 15 to 17, it says, And this sign shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues. In my name they shall take up deadly serpents, and nothing shall by any means hurt them. So, if you believe in what he's saying, there's a guy there. Where is he? This, this, there was a guy seated in that place. Yes. Did he leave? Huh? Oh, okay, okay. So, back to what we are saying. So, it works by saying. So, the believing part is to believe what you are saying. Because the scripture says, you shall have whatsoever you what you say. So, faith works with the heart and with the mouth. I will repeat what I said. Faith works with the heart and with the mouth. I teach things like this every year because I want everyone. I, I remember I, I, I had a teaching. I, I thought you can. I have a teaching. I thought you can have whatsoever you say. There's something I also thought putting the word on your lips. Now I'm teaching you the faith of God because the faith works with your heart and with your mouth. Tell your neighbor, say faith. faith works, works with your heart, with your heart and, with your mouth. and with your mouth. So faith works with your heart and with your mouth because the emphasis in it, see, there is an emphasis in that place. And I, I, I've taught you in Bible hermeneutics. If you lay your hands on Bible hermeneutics, Bible hermeneutics is Bible and, it's, Bible and its interpretation. I thought you there is a law in the scriptures called emphasis. When you see an emphasis somewhere, you should pay attention to it. There was an emphasis. Number one emphasis is this. In number one, it says, whatsoever he says, whatsoever you shall say. He says that whatsoever shall say. That's number one emphasis. Number two emphasis is, shall believe the things he said. Number three emphasis, shall have whatsoever he said. So in that, in just that text, there is almost at least three says, S-A-Y-S, you must say something. Whatsoever shall say, shall believe those things he says, shall have whatsoever he says. Whatsoever shall say, shall believe those things he says, shall have whatsoever he says. So, he speaks of believing only once. Are you seeing that in that text now, Believing is only mentioned just once. So, it is not even about the believing. It is about the what? The saying. Because, don't forget where we started from. You are born of faith, right? The believer cannot be faithless, right? Right? So, now you are speaking. Remember in that 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13, it says, We have the same spirit of faith. We believe, we therefore speak. Right? So, the spirit... So, when he does this, it is a relation with the saying. He says, believe those things he says. That is confession, homologia in the Greek. Believe those things he says. 
It means to say homologia in the Greek. H-O-M-O-H-L-O-G-I-A. in the Greek. It means to say something. To say something in two places. To say something in two places. That is, and those two places is with the heart and with the mouth. That is, the mouth will speak and the heart agrees. You know, it's just like when you go to a drive-thru. Sometimes you already pre-planned what you want to eat. Sometimes you don't know. So when you get to the window, or when you get to the, to the speaker, you speak, you say, um, can I get two McFlurry? Um, let's use McDonald's, for instance. Um, no, let's use Burger King. No, let's use Chick-fil-A. Uh, I don't know if you like Chick-fil-A. Everybody. Chick-fil-A is like everybody's best food, I believe. <laughs> so let's use Chick-fil-A. Two waffle fries. Um, Two um, chicken nuggets and one lemonade. You should get lemonade, Chick-fil-A lemonade. Oh, God. That one is born again. <laughs> that, that, that food is born again, I believe. So, you get that. Your heart agrees with your mouth. Hope you know. <laughs> your heart registered what you want to eat. Because as you are driving to the drive through, just like Godwin is always hungry every time. <laughs> so imagine Godwin gets to Chick-fil-A and he wants to eat two waffle fries and um, two waffle large fries, barbecue sauce with um, barbecue sauce has to be there. And um, chicken nugget with a lemonade, no ice. Because I don't know why you put ice in your drink. I don't know. Is it to make it more cold? It's going to dissolve into water now. I don't know. I don't know why people do such a thing. Well, it's your choice. I mean, that's not why I came here this morning. <laughs> I didn't, they didn't give me money to make an advertisement for them. <laughs> anyway, so your heart agrees with your mouth to speak and also to eat. You know, as you're hoping it, your heart is already burning fast. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> and you know, the beauty about Chick-fil-A is that they are very fast. Somebody's outside waiting for you. Oh, I don't know. There's something in Rochester. They don't have that thing in Rochester where people are outside. Okay, so in Indiana, where we came from, when you, when you are in a drive-thru in a proper Chick-fil-A, not, Rochester is not, Rochester's Chick-fil-A is not, is not standard. In a proper... In a proper Chick-fil-A, there are people outside waiting to receive your orders. So, the drive-thru can be... Huh, oh, God. If you go to Chick-fil-A drive-thru, it can be very discouraging. Not Rochester. Take your mind off Rochester. Take your, there can be like 30 cars outside. So, in your mind, you're already thinking, oh, God, I, I, I don't think I can wait in line. But Chick-fil-A has the expertise on making your food very fast. So somebody is outside waiting to receive your order. As you receive your order, before you even get to the window, your food is outside. Glory to God. What, what an amazing miracle. <laughs> so that is believing with your heart. And you see that that's faith. You believe that you are not going to stay in the drive-thru for long. You know, it takes faith for you to see that crowd. You see some people lying in the to-go section, some people in inside, and the drive-thru is so long, and you still decide <laughs> to join the queue. And you give, you, the, you give the person your order, and they must say, my pleasure. 
<laughs> Every I, I, I watched a TikTok video some years ago. They said if if they did not say my pleasure, they would chase after you and come and tell you, sorry, I'm sorry, I forgot to tell you my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Alright, jokes aside. <laughs> so that is believing in your heart and receiving your food. Let's just use that. Take that an illustration very vague. You holler something on the drive-thru. Say, give me this. You swipe your card. And immediately your food is outside. That's faith. I'm, I'm just using it as an as a illustration. No? That's faith. Because imagine having to go through homostatic cars. You, you are at the back. And before you, sometimes they will give you your food. And the reason why you are delayed in that drive-thru is because of the queue in the front of you. So you would have finished your food even before you leave the drive-thru. Sometimes, me, I would have finished my fries. But before I leave the drive-thru, many a times. So I would just pack and finish it. <laughs> so there's no point going home again because... But I don't know, something is wrong with Rochester Chick-fil-A. It's too quiet. <laughs> it's too quiet. Not as busy as... In a proper... In a proper Texas roadhouse. I don't know the one in Rochester here. Yeah. The Rochester is very quiet. You enter in, you sit down. In, in a proper Texas roadhouse. You the wait list. <laughs> My brother. See, by the time you are coming inside, you'll be thanking God, Father, I thank you for the privilege to eat in Texas roadhouse today. Because the wait list will tell you, ah. They will look at you like the, the person will look at you with a very discouraging tone. How many of you? The person, are you, how many of you? A table? Two? Three? Ha! They will do wow. Um, <laughs> can you wait one hour roughly? <laughs> the, wait, the wait time is almost one hour. But here in Chick-fil-A, it's like God's glory is all over the city. Nobody. <laughs> here in Rochester, God's glory is just all over. You enter into everywhere. There's no olive daddies. You kill. You would have booked your wait list like early in the morning that you are coming at 7 in the night. I'm not joking. Yeah. But yeah, in Rochester, God's glory is all over. We are just peaceful, quiet, glory to God. Glory to God. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's continue what we are saying. <laughs> so the two places are the mouth and what? The heart. So the mouth will speak and the heart agrees. The mouth will speak and your heart will do what? We agree. So look at other reference in, in Matthew 21, verse 21. Matthew 21, verse 21. Are you enjoying service this morning? Yes, sir. Matthew 21, verse 21. Matthew 21, verse 21. <coughs> Matthew 21, verse 21. Matthew 21, verse 21. He says, he says, Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily, verily, verily I say unto you, If ye have faith and doubt not, ye shall not only do these things, do this which is done to the fig tree, but ye shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea. Look at what it says. It shall be done. Ha! Hallelujah. 
So he speaks to mountains. Mountains there refers to obstacles. Things on your way. I'm not saying go to, I'm not saying leave this service this morning and go and face a rock and say, move, move. No, that's not what I'm saying. No. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. Mountain. <laughs> I did it when I was younger. Should I shock you? I heard a message like I was preaching to you when I was much younger and there was a rock in my house. I was like, okay, let me hack on what this preacher said. And I went to stand in the front of the mountain. I was young and naive, so you know, blame me. And I said, the preacher said, I looked at the Bible again. If you speak to this mountain and you will not doubt into you, in your heart, I said, I do not doubt. And I started telling him, I said, I do not doubt. I do not doubt. I speak to you now, move to this point. Now, move to this point. <laughs> I mean, a physical rock. And I said, move to this point. Move to this point. Oh, I stayed there and they did not move. I got tired and I went home. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, mountains refers to obstacles, um, challenges, difficult situations of life. It's not talking to a physical mountain. You get what I'm saying. If he was talking about a physical mountain, Jesus himself would have done it. <laughs> Think about what I said. Think about what I said. Jesus himself would have moved a mountain. A physical one. It didn't, it didn't click, right? It didn't click. If it was a physical mountain, Jesus himself would have moved one. I would have had a record in the scripture that said Jesus spoke to that mountain and the mountain moved from this point to that point. Yes, sir. Did it click now? Yes, sir. <laughs> so he wasn't talking about a physical mountain. He was talking about obstacles, hindrances, challenges, situations of life. Sometimes you might not see. One of the reasons these teachings comes your way is to give you like what I call an immunization. You might not necessarily be going through a challenge right now, but life is faced with challenges. Life is faced with difficulties. Life will always comes with some hindrances. Life will always come with some, some, some rock buttons. You will have to eat some rock buttons at some point. That's why you will need what I'm teaching you now. Are you getting what I'm saying? Some of you might just be wondering, oh, I don't even have any challenge now. Things are going on smoothly with me. I mean, everything is going on. I paid my bills. I did. I paid my bills. I, I washed my... <laughs> I washed Netflix and I prayed to God. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> so, but the faith of God removed mountains. It would change situations. The faith of God was change situations. It was changed situations. In such cases, the faith of God isn't to talk to God about the mountain. When you have the faith of God, you don't speak to God about the mountain. It is to talk to those situations with God's power. You have a challenge with your health. You speak to your body and say, in the name of Jesus, this pain, I command you to go right now in the name of Jesus. You just something comes into you. You just find yourself having serious migraine all the time. Yes, I know you have used Aleve, you've used Ibuprofen, you are used to using drugs, you are used to using all of those things, but you see, you can act on God's word. Learn, that's why you are a believer. Learn to access these resources that is made available for you. It's just like you have, it's like saying you have an authority. Learn to always stick with God's word. There will be sometimes you are just feeling not comfortable. You are just feeling, you are just feeling so sad, feeling so down. You can speak to yourself and say, "In the name of Jesus, I speak to this situation. In the name of Jesus, you give way." Hallelujah! And it is going to listen. 
glory to God. He says, because we have whatsoever we say. We have whatsoever we say. Hallelujah. We have whatsoever we say. So we speak to the situation. You speak to the situation. This could be a, a challenge with your job. It could be something in the name of Jesus. I receive abundance of jobs. I receive resources and wisdom that is available for me to, to apply to the right jobs. I receive connections. Divine favor is walking my way. My names have been said and called in places I don't expect. Interviews and even jobs I don't apply are coming my way. You know, you say things that way. Now, I'm not saying you should go and use it for your exam. I say, you're not going to read that. And I say, in the name of Jesus, I pass my exam. <laughs> I, that's not what I taught you. <laughs> read, though. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, say, read. Read for your exam. Put the whole there. Say, read, though. <laughs> don't go to, don't say, in the, don't go and read, don't go and say in the night. You're, you're looking at your anatomy exam like, Okay, um, in the name of Jesus, I pass. <laughs> you are looking at it like a mountain. Face the mountain. Face it. Face the mountain and read. Are you getting me? Oh, oh, you're having a mass exam and you're wondering, ah, in the name of Jesus, <laughs> this calculation, you solve yourself for me. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> that's not what I said. <laughs> I did that same thing and I failed. <laughs> I, okay, so to be honest with you, I hate maths. I don't know how people do it. When I met Noah, Noah told me I studied maths. I looked at him like, what? Like, you mean you decided to go and choose problem for yourself? <laughs> like, how would a math? I mean, it doesn't make sense to me to tell you calculate X and Y. What's my business with X and Y? <laughs> What's the distance between this and that? Calculate it and draw the pythagorean. What's my business with that? I don't have, I don't have that time. <laughs> so I got to one exam one day. I've, I've tried. I mean, I don't know it. So I had this group of friends. We all don't know maths. So imagine having a group of friends that we don't know maths. So, okay. So when we were in high school, we had a class. Our class was, a, was the problem class of the school. So... Most of my friends, we, we all did not know math. The little that know math among us is trying. When, you know when you say it's trying, it's like saying, even that one he can solve, if I pay attention to it, I will be better. Are you getting it? So it's not, it's not as if it's an expert like that. You know, there are some experts that they just come to, when we're younger, they just come to, to class and just say, um, X plus Y plus three, blah, 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 solve it. Um, they just look at the bar, look at the bar, look at the bar. Benson, start up. Hey! <laughs> I'm in trouble. I can't solve it. So, um, we got to, we tried. We have read that we, we've, we've studied, we told somebody to teach us, and the person was teaching us and telling us, so this is how you did this. And we were just looking like this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, we got to the exam. And me, because I was a Christian, I looked at the exam. I saw that, ah, number one, I can't solve it. <laughs> Number two, I can't solve it. Number three, I can't try. Number four, I can't solve it. So I started praying in tongues. Lord, help me solve this. I failed. Don't expect that I... Are you expecting that I will tell you I passed it? No. If you're having issues with it, tell somebody to teach you. Are you getting me? That is how your mountain can be solved. Praise God. If mass is your own mountain like mine, just tell somebody and say, please explain to me. 
and put your attention to it. You don't have to stretch yourself and say, I believe and I receive that mass I pass you. No. <laughs> you get it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> now I'm talking about real challenges, not maths. Not um, anatomy. I know anatomy is another problem that some of you people that are studying things of the underworld <laughs> are facing. Because I don't know why people are deciding to study science. I don't have problem with science. I mean, it's your choice. I mean, I'm not, I did not study science. <laughs> Praise God. So, but anatomy? Just studying... Anatomy is what? Human body, right? Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> All right, let's go back to the scriptures. All right, so... A mountain will not move until we speak. Mountains will not move until we what? Until we speak. And we speak by the faith of God. Mountains will not move until we what? Until we speak. Mountains will refer to obstacles, right? Challenges, difficulties. It could be in your health. It could be a challenge with your family. It could be a problem. It could be something. It could even be an addiction. It could be, it could be something strong. You can say, in the name of Jesus, I speak to you. I command you in the name of Jesus. You live in the name of Jesus. It's that simple. It says, you have whatsoever you say, and you don't doubt with your heart. Look at in Romans 10 verse, the epistles teach us this in Romans 10 verse 8 to 10. Romans 10 verse 8 to 10. Romans 10, verse 8 to 10. Romans 10, verse 8 to 10. Romans 10, verse 8 to 10. Are you, are you getting something this morning? You sure? I'm about rounding up now. Romans 10, verse 8 to 10. Romans 10, verse 8 to 10. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth, <clears throat> and what? In thy heart. The word in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. It says, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth, and believe with thy heart, that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be what? Saved. It says, What with the heart man believeth and unto righteousness, and with the mouth, what? Confession is made unto salvation. So you believe with your heart, and you speak with your mouth, you are saved. So that is the work of faith. Faith comes by the word of God. You know, as I'm teaching you now, I am steering faith in your heart. I am putting your attention to what is within you. Are you getting me? Are you getting me? That's what I'm doing. So you can speak to a situation, you say and you believe. So now the question will be, what are you saying? Are you speaking your thou? Are you speaking your worries? You have a challenge with your health and you are speaking and you are saying, oh, I'm going to die. Oh, you are going to obviously die. Because you are speaking your doubt. You are speaking what you believe. How about you turn the switch of faith on? You are going through a serious health challenge and you are saying, in the name of Jesus, I know I'm going to come out from this. I know my body, is, my body, the power of God is working in my body, affecting the healing and the cure. Hallelujah. God. You have a challenge with your body. It could be any pain whatsoever. You just say the power of God is working in my body, affecting the healing and the cure. 
The power of God is working in my body, effecting the healing and the cure. The power of God is working in my body, effecting the healing and the cure. Somebody asks you, what's going on? Are you getting better? The power of God is working in my body, effecting the healing and the cure. Glory to God. Are you getting me? You thumb the switch of faith on. Somebody tell you, oh, I, I, you're going to be broke. No, I'm not going to be broke. I'm going to have money. I don't know about you, but I'm going to be rich. Are you getting what I'm saying? Learn to speak faith. Stop speaking your feelings. Stop speaking your doubts. Stop speaking your fears. Stop speaking your worries. I know you get worried. Oh, how are you going to survive this? How are you going to, how are you going to come out of this challenge? How are you going to come out of that situation? It could be a job, it could be your finances, it could be, it could be, it could be a miracle you need. It could be just a miracle. A miracle means a supernatural indication of God. It could be a miracle. You put in for something and you know you need that thing desperately. You know, this maybe you are trying to apply for something and you know that. This thing is going to determine a lot in my life and in my career. And you put it in and you're just wondering, okay, this has to come true. This has to come true. Your friend is asking you and telling you, oh, how is it going? You tell him, the power of God is working. The power of God is working in this situation. I believe and I receive this thing. I believe and I receive this thing. It is going to happen. Because that is what you said. Are you getting what I'm saying? That is what you said. If you put in for it and you kept and you keep saying, "Oh, I'm not sure this is going to happen. I'm not sure. I'm not sure they're going to pick me. I'm not sure they're going to. I'm not so sure this is going to. It is going to happen because you said you are not sure. And everybody said of saying, "I'm not sure." You are saying, "I know I'm going to be victorious in that. I know I'm going to come through in that. I know God's power is going to walk through for me." I know God's favor is going to abound for me in all situations. I know I'm going to be victorious. I know I'm going to be successful. I know all things are working together for me. I know everything is working together for my good. I know as I've applied to this thing, they're going to pick me. Hallelujah. Praise God. You put in for a job application. You know that this company is going to be a top notch in your resume. And you know that it's going to be very difficult for them to pick you because you know you don't have enough experience. Well, trust God for a miracle. Miracles still happens. Hallelujah. I like that song. Miracles abound. There is nothing to worry about. My God is a God of miracles. Hallelujah. God is still working miracles. Miracles in your health. Miracles in your job. Glory to God. Miracles in your finances. Miracles. Miracles and miracles. I like that song by Maverick Music. Well, one, two, three, four, five. I can't even count it all. Miracles and miracles. That miracles still abound. Glory to God. You need to learn to believe miracles. So stop speaking your doubts. Stop speaking your fears. Stop speaking your worry. Be an incurable optimist. Ha. Be very optimistic about something. Don't be very pessimistic. Just stop being pessimistic about everything. Everything about you is pessimistic. Oh, oh, I don't know. Something bad just happened. Oh, something. Oh, ah, it's not going to work. Ah, it's not. You know, I had those friends those days. They say, oh, you have tried it again. It's not going to work. Don't let those kind of people be around you. They are not going to inspire what is with you. Remember what I told you. You already have faith. You are not faithless. 
God did not design you to be faithless. Look at Jesus. Look at God. He says, in the beginning, let there be light. He spoke it and he saw it. That same spirit, that same ability is with you. Because you share his DNA. You share in his power. You share in his ability. You share in his resources. The Bible says, and he said, let there be light. And what did he say? He says, and there was what? Light. Just as he said. He called the word out of nothing and there was something. So why about you calling the impossibility? Something impossible, calling it to comfort. Hallelujah. You can still do the same today. Moses lifted up his eyes in the wilderness and he called forth manna from heaven. And the Bible says the children of Israel fed for 40 years. No special cook. No special ketra. Ha! Just miracles. Glory to God. They go to the Red Sea, to the Red Sea in the, in, in the book of Exodus. And they, they saw a mountain. We can call that a mountain, a challenge. How do three million people walk through the water? And the Bible says, Moses lifted up his hand and stretched forth his hands onto the, onto the, onto the river. And it split open. And the Bible says, the children of Israel walked on dry land. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. God is still doing miracles today. They walked on dry land. Three million people. They moved the soil sea and they walked on dry land. Miracles. Miracles. You know, by the reason of this service, we said as we prayed in the morning, we said, we are living here for the better, right? We are not living here for the wars. You know, God's miracle is available in this service. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. You know, as you are leaving this service this morning, something is waiting for you outside. Miracles and miracles. Glory to God. Miracles and miracles. Miracles and miracles. Miracles and miracles. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Miracles. So, you can have whatsoever you say. So, if you are saying doubt, hope you know you are having that. Right? If you are saying your fears, hope you know you are having that. You are sick, you are feeling feverish, I know. But you can keep the switch of faith on. on. Somebody asks you, how do you feel? Well, <laughs> I might not feel too good, but I know the power of God is working in my body. Hallelujah. That's the best response. He's going to say, ah, I might even die. Oh, yeah, people say things like that. Then you see them having depression, having suicide, having to spend money on medical bills every time. But instead of that, you can say, the power of God is working in my body, affecting the healing and the cure. I'm never going to be sick. I'm not going to be sick. I'm not going to die young. I'm not going to die by accident. I'm not going to die by everything of circumstances of the devil. No! I am protected always. You know, we have supernatural provision. You know, we have supernatural preservations. Preservations from evil. Preservations from death. Preservation from accidents. Preservation from every victim and circumstances of the devil. Say, I have supernatural preservation. Glory to God. You know, we have supernatural provision. Supernatural abundance. God's miracle is abundant for everybody. You are in lack, you are in want. Keep the switch of faith on. So, you confess faith to faith. 
you confess, you speak results. You keep speaking until you see the 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 results. Say, I keep speaking. I keep speaking until I see the results. Until I see the results. You keep speaking until you see the results. Don't give up. Don't say, oh, I just spoke today. I did not see anything. No, keep talking. Are you getting me? Keep talking. Keep talking. Keep speaking God's word. Keep speaking God's word. Keep speaking God's word. I know you might have applied to certain places. You are looking, okay, how is this going to be possible? Overwhelm your doubt with God's word. Are you getting what I'm saying? Learn to overwhelm your doubt with God's word. That doubt in your mind about that thing, when you speak a lot, it is going to go. Are you getting me? When you confess positive things about that doubt, it's going to give way. Then you will start walking in the realms of possibilities. Your mind will be conflicted. Ah, is it possible? And you are, and, but your mouth is saying, in the name of Jesus, this is working for me. Everything is working for my good. I believe and I receive. Everything is working for my good. You know, sometimes you just have to go into some speaking sessions with yourself. Lock your door and just start speaking. This is working out for me. Everything is working out for me. My ministry is thriving. Men are receiving the gospel and coming. The word of God is growing in leaps and bounds. Men are receiving the gospel. Men are getting saved. Men are getting filled. Men are getting healed. Mighty men are being raised. Disciples and thousands of men into millions are being raised. I will not be defeated. And I will never quit. I will not be defeated. And I will never quit. I shall not be defeated. And I will never quit. You speak worse to yourself. I am always successful. I am always successful. I triumph by God's power. Everything I do turns to gold. I am always successful in my speech. I am always successful in my purpose. I am always successful in my actions. I am always successful in everything. God's power is made available for me. I abound and abound and abound in the work of the Lord. I am steadfast. I am immovable. I am always abounding in the work of the Lord. Hallelujah. You are speaking that to yourself. Day in, day night. Day in, day and night. You are speaking that to yourself. I am always abounding in the work of the Lord. I am steadfast. I have a consistent spirit. I have a committed heart. I have a consistent spirit. I have a loyal heart towards what I am doing. I have a loyal heart to the gospel. I have a committed heart to the gospel. I am so strong. I am so fit. I can never be sick. You just speak words to yourself. Shroud your doubt. All things are working together for my good. You need to learn to be an incurable optimist. Incurable one. Somebody that a friend comes to you and they cannot, they cannot discourage you. I am never discouraged. I am never disadvantaged. All is working for my good. Learn to say those a lot to yourself. Everything is working for my good. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I know there is a light behind the thornel. Glory to God. Learn to speak that. Remember, you don't have a faithless spirit, right? You are born of faith. You can speak, therefore you can receive. So, faith precedes the confession and we have faith. So, we use it and we speak. We use the faith of God and we speak. Look at in 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 13. I'm going to finish this next week. I can't finish this today. Glory to God. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 13. 
Second Corinthians 4 verse 13. Second Corinthians 4 verse 13. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians 4 verse 13. It says, It says, We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I what? I believed, I believed and therefore what? I, I have spoken. And we also what? Believe, believe and we therefore speak. we speak. We believe and we therefore speak. So the spirit of faith speaks, believes and speaks. The spirit of faith believes and what? Speaks. So the faith of God is a saying. So that is speaking faith. It changes situation. Holy to God. You know, as we are praying, you know, haven't prayed, you can speak, right? You have prayed about those situations. You've prayed about wisdom. You can speak and say, Lord, I have wisdom. Lord, I have wisdom. I have wisdom against complex situations. I know how to navigate my way around life and challenges of life. I have, I, I know what to do. I know how to do. I know where to do. The light of God's spirit is walking in my path always. Glory to God. I have the light of life. I am never confused. You know, I buy you wake up early in the morning and you speak those things to yourself. I used to tell you a story. There was something we used to do when we were younger. They taught us to do something. They said, look into the mirror and tell yourself, mention a name and tell yourself, hey, hi, Yomide. I will never be defeated. I will never quit. And you keep speaking those things. Do you know? Many of those things I have spoken to myself when I was younger. I have seen them happen. I have seen them happen. Because the spirit of faith is a speaking faith. It's a speaking spirit. You keep speaking. Not speaking your doubt, remember? Not speaking your worries. Not speaking your fears. But speaking the word of God, like I said, it changes situations. And it receives answers to prayers. As you are speaking God's word, you know, as you are praying, you are speaking God's word. Oh, Zephrakis, Kanamando, Frakish, Kadabrantas, Zephrakis, Brontos, Zephrakis. I receive and I believe that God's word is working for me. I believe and I receive. Harvest of souls and disciples. I believe and I receive that God's word is growing in leaves and power. You begin and you speak God's word. I am never disadvantaged. I am never discouraged. All things are working together for my good. Imagine you are praying and you are speaking the result of what you are praying by your words. Many a times we finish praying, oh Lord, give me money. But when somebody calls you immediately after the phone, you tell the person and somebody asks you, you know, this thing always happens. So you prayed for money. Oh Lord, give me money, give me money, give me money, give me money. And you finish praying. Somebody calls you and says, please, do you have any money? I don't even have anything. You know you just contradicted what you just prayed about. I don't have. I don't have. <laughs> I about saying, well. <laughs> we say, well. <laughs> times might look like, times might look like what it is now, but <laughs> I trust God that when I have, I will give you. It's that simple. Not speaking But now, don't go and say, you, you, you know you, you did not read for your exam. Then you now start saying, I believe and I receive that I pass. You will fail. <laughs> <laughs> Are you getting me? Use your common sense in that one. 
Don't go and do law of faith in reading for exam. Oh Lord, I believe and I resist. Yes, say it. But as you are saying it, go and what? Go and study. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Does that make yes, sense? <laughs> Praise glory to God. Because <laughs> I know favor. <laughs> oh, say, thank God. Nursing school is made easy for me now. Glory to God. Go and read. <laughs> so, as you are praying, as you are fellowshipping in God's word, you are speaking God's word. Hallelujah. You are speaking God's word. God's word abounds to me. So many a times, we try to use the faith of God when we ought to be using those, when we ought to be using the faith of God on things, circumstances. And let me tell you, you will have whatsoever you say. It's a law. I'll round up with this story. I remember many years ago, I've said this story several times. I used to be a sickler. I used to be very sick. I used to, I, 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 I practically was living on drugs. I could not, I could not, I could not live one month without drugs because I, I'm in medications now because I, I, I was always falling ill. It, it made me fail several exams when I was in high school many times because I was, I was shivering and reading. But I was admitted to an hospital. I will never forget this. I was admitted to an hospital. And I, for the very first time in my life, I saw people die beside me, die of sickness, die of problems, die of diseases. Ah. And I remember I was on two go that day. How many of you remember two go those, those things? I was on two go using my phone to, to, to chat. And I dropped my phone. And I thought about it. Am I going to continue in this problem of sickness, me admitting myself into the hospital? It affected my ministry so much. I remember there was a time I was preparing for a meeting. I prayed. I studied. My message was ready. Preparing to go and preach. Brethren, the meeting held and I was on my bed. <laughs> I don't know if you get what I said. The meeting held. Somebody else preached because I was sick. They now came to meet me at home and said, Ah, man of God, sorry. See, God will hear you. Hey, ah, that's when I knew something has to change. Something has to change. And I remember on that sick bed, I spoke to my body and I said, Today marks the end of sickness in my body. I kept speaking. It didn't look like it. But I kept speaking. But I can tell you, it's been almost 10 years now. And I've not had the cause to go to an hospital. Glory to God. Glory to God. Because I acted on God's word. At there times, my body will feel feverish. Obviously, yes. At there times, I will feel like I want to get sick. Obviously, yes. But I will remember what I did 10, 8, 9, 10 years ago. I spoke and I still keep speaking. So anytime I see a feverish feeling... I remember the power of God is working in my body, affecting the healing and the cure. I can't be sick. Sickness cannot have dominion in this body. The body of my body is the body of the temple of God. Where God's temple is, where God is, there can't be sickness. Where the light of God is dwelling, there can't be sickness. There can't be darkness. I speak to this body. Now be receptive to God's power. You can speak to your body. And your body has no choice but to give way. Glory to God. You speak to your body. I speak to my body like that. Sometimes I just tell myself, 
This body is the temple of God's spirit. This body is the light of God's glory. This body cannot house sickness. This body cannot house pain. This body cannot house feverishness. This body cannot act, cannot house fatigue. Right now, you give way and you are receptive to God's power. Now, and it listens. How about you do that for yourself? You can have what whatsoever you say. That is what God said. Did God have whatsoever He said? Right? Yes, God did it, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let there be light, and there was what? Light. He called down, he turned fishes, right? Five loaves of bread into two fishes, and there was multiplication, right? Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. So if God walked on water, Jesus came on the head, walked on water. He spoke to situations and they gave way. The Bible says, He spoke to the stormy sea and He says, Be calm. And it listened. He spoke to a fig tree and it gave way, right? And the Bible says, As He is, so are we in this world. So, are we in this world. so you can speak to. Yes, sir. And you can have answers. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. So let's be on our feet. Let's speak. Open your mouth and just address situations. Lift your voice, spring the Holy Ghost and just address situations. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is that you want to address. But just, just pray about something. It could be a, an application you put yourself into. We believe for miracles. How many of you believe in miracles? How many of you believe in miracles? You believe in miracles, right? Let's lift your voice and let's speak. Lift your voice and let's speak. Lift your voice and, 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 and let's speak. Let's speak. Let's speak. Let's speak. Let's speak.